Hello, and we're back to Bourbon Barrel Talk, and I'm your host, Scott Minton, and today we are at Old Louisville Whiskey Company, and we are with the proprietor and owner, Amin Karud. Hey, Amin, how you doing, sir? Good. How are you, Scott? Uh, Thanks for coming. Living the dream, man. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. So we're here, and we've, we've got a ragtag group of individuals here. we got a small peanut gallery. we got Trey Fulton on mic. we got nuts. Chad Huffman on mic. So yeah. Chad is a Mr. Bourbon Boys himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody knows me from Bourbon Boys. Yeah, absolutely. Or mythical. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> 200 people there. So yeah. all, all, all 162 yeah. people. I can't even get 200 people to listen to my podcast, but I got them in my, my group. You know I mean? So I, I've got more listeners than I do people that follow me on the group. So there you go. So anyway, well, I mean, thanks again for inviting us out. So, uh, I, I tell you what, you've got an interesting story. We've talked a couple of times how you got started into the whiskey business, things to that nature. So if you don't mind, just give us a little bit of brief intel. You know, how, how did you get started with Old Louisville Whiskey Company? Yeah, um, it's been, what, eight years ago, I decided to quit my engineering gig and buy a liquor store. Uh, lived in Louisville for 20 years, so I've been around bourbon for that long. But really, when I got into the retail side of this business, where I really dug into it and learned a lot more uh so other brands pop in and so other opportunities besides being on the retail side so i decided to start my own brand Uh, and it's pretty much how the story started and last year we launched the brand so uh what what did you do for brown foreman so you said you were an engineer i mean was there a specific job like that like you did with the distilleries or clean the tanks I worked for two corporates. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We did everything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were more on the distilling side or if you were more on like the... I was in a bottling. Gotcha. Uh, my last gig was actually bottling supervisor gotcha. at Brown Foreman. Okay. But most of my career was actually GE appliances. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I know more about appliances than whiskey eight years ago. There you go. That's okay. It's all good. Uh, you know, you you know a lot about whiskey. You've tried a lot of good whiskey. You, you've drank a lot of good whiskey. You know, you know whiskey. We love whiskey. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I so. have a question. Where did Old Louisville come from? The name. So uh, Old Louisville being in Old Louisville. Yeah. Uh, actually, my exit plan from corporate was to invest in Old Louisville, bought rental properties, and then when the liquor store came for sale, I was able to buy it. So, so I learned it was a brand that was already around? No, no. This is actually, nobody have used the name in the whiskey industry before, which is shocking. Okay. Crazy. Uh, but uh, the reason we, me and my wife, decided to pursue the name is we made some money running rental properties in Old Louisville. Then the liquor store came for sale. We were able to buy it. And that kind of like let me be able to quit corporate and buy this liquor store to run it. So I learned everything in Old Louisville when it comes to whiskey, uh, distilling, you know, branding, uh, distribution, all those details when it comes to branding, I learned it running my retail shop. But I had to sell it to fund the brand, and we were able to actually lock that name as a brand name, Old Louisville. That's why we, we named it Old Louisville. So one of my favorite things is the actual like label design. Like you were one of the few people that went outside the box. You kind of got like, I call it like a bow tie. And then you've got like a split label and then it runs up onto the bow tie. And I don't know if that's what you call it or not. That's just what I, when I see it, that's what I see. I see yeah. a bow tie. Um, tell us a little bit about that. You know, did you hire somebody to design that? Did you, was that an idea that you came up with and then somebody ran with it? What, what's up with that? So... I'm not a designer. Uh, we did hire a few people, but the last designer, actually, all credit to her. Uh, she 
She did uh, the design. So, I mean, what are we what are we trying here today, bud? Oh, I just passed around batch three, which is actually not staying in Kentucky. Not Went. staying in Kentucky? Yeah. What's going on with that? Boo. Boo. Uh, well, Kentucky's Alaska. not... Uh, Kentucky is not ready for it, so went to North Carolina, Iowa, and going to Texas. Why does Alaska get so much whiskey? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's all they have to do up there is does drink whiskey. Does Alaska get a it's lot of It's very dark they most do, of the they? year, so they drink a lot. You ship you ship a lot to Alaska, don't you? I wouldn't say a lot, but you know. Comparatively speaking, you only I mean you only distribute to whiskey to Alaska and here, right? Well, since last time we talked, we went to three more states. Okay. Sorry. So we're in North Carolina. I'm behind on my knowledge. I know. That's all good. Yeah, you need to come down more often. <laughs> Sorry. Listen. Jobs, wife, and kids. Yeah, you act like you live like six or eight hours away. <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> I made that drive way too much. <laughs> I only made it once. <laughs> that drive between uh, Chicago and Indianapolis is the worst drive in the history of drives. Yes, it's, it is. That's pretty bad. Mm. So, so tell us about this batch three, man. Well, what, what's in here? So batch three is very small, six barrels. Six barrels. Five okay. of them are twenty-one percent rye, and one is thirty-six percent rye double oaked. Gotcha. Uh, so together brings a really nice profile, a lot of depth, a lot of spice, a lot of flavor. Uh, I'll wait for you guys to try it. And no, it's pretty good. I, I really like the nose on it. It's got some nice caramel notes. It's got a little yeah, bit yeah. of vanilla. So six <laughs> barrels you would consider it a small batch. Yeah, very small batch. <laughs> that's pretty much. Uh, like probably one of the largest batches we'll continue to do. Uh, we've done larger ones in one and two, but think we're gonna do smaller batches going forward. Five, six barrels. Uh, what I've been finding out with my, you know, small blending is these five to six. They they continue to give you everything you expect, and then you go to larger ones, uh, and then you lose some of the stuff that you're really hoping to to pop. So is this a blend of like seven or eight year old? What what's the what the youngest this? in this one is seven seven year two months. Okay, uh, the five barrels are twenty one percent rye. They're actually seven year eight months. Gotcha. Okay. So we'll continue to bottle seven and older, nothing younger. Okay, so that's just going to be kind of your all's rule: seven yeah, years yeah. older, older. Yeah, there's science behind it. There's chemistry. A seven year mark, these barrels develop enough flavor to overcome the ethanol. Right. You drink in something a lot more flavorful. A lot more mellow. Don't uh, be engineering on me, dog. Engineering. <laughs> engineering. Engineering. No, this is just my experience with the barrels I have. And um, I think seven is the magical. Seven to ten is where I find the sweet spot. Uh, past ten is really hit or miss because you're getting a lot of oak. Uh, and below six, really, it's, uh, I don't know, less than 5% of the barrels, they, they pop or develop yeah. nicely below six years old. I like this blend. What, what do you think, Chad? The nose has a little bit of youth on it, and I was expecting youth on the palate, but I didn't get it at all. It definitely developed into a very mature whiskey once you started drinking it. There was a little bit of corniness on the, but I mean that could be di- just due to the twenty one percent mash bill yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Chad hates twenty one percent rye. It does have more <laughs> corn, and it, it does show. But honestly, uh, I love my thirty six rye. I do too. But the twenty one are growing on me. What? They're, once you get into the palate, it's definitely more yeah. mature. So to me, the 21s will typically add a little bit more sweetness to them, which kind of, you know, helps with some of the rye spice. Um, but it also gives you a little bit more complexity, I feel like, on like the legs and things like that. So that's just my humble yeah, opinion. They're, I mean, I think they're as unique as 36. Uh, again, I always like 
I like to talk about barrels. It all depends about the oak. What barrels have been aged at, you know, where they were, uh, all that. What the age of the oak was when they made the barrel. Absolutely. Are they seasoned, air-dried, or not seasoned, just kiln-dry? All that, you know, it's going to translate into your whiskey flavor. 75% of the bourbon flavor comes from the oak. It, is there a particular char level that you you prefer, like when you're, when you're looking at barrels when you're buying them, yeah. or is there a specific cooperage that you like? I mean, honestly, right now, everything I'm laying uh, for 2031, 2032 are all either 12 or 24 months air-dried seasoned oak, char number three. Uh, three, I think it's a really good sweet spot for charring. Uh, um, but each producer have different philosophy. I think three will allow you to age that seven to ten, but if you want to stretch longer. I also toast my barrels before we char them, so it allows me to go farther if I want to. Is char three standard or is it more char four? Three is standard with Indiana. Most Kentucky distillers are using char four. That's what I thought. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it really... It's a lighter char, definitely. Yep. I mean, it's hard to tell the difference, honestly, between Cooperage to Cooperage. You can take Char 3 from Kelvin and Char 4 from ISC, and they may look the same. Because there is really no, they are standards, but, you know, you, you can deviate your flame by, you know, a couple degrees and a couple seconds, and then Char 3 in one Cooperage is actually Char 4 in another one. So it's, right. it's really, you know... Yeah, because it's it's based on time, and you're right. If it gets hot enough, I mean, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna charge just as deeply in 30 seconds as of yeah. this. And then and the size of the flame, yep. and you know how many BTUs are actually thrown into that flame. You you want to geek out here? Is yeah. it the size of the flame or the motion in the flame? It's both. It's both. Oh, it's both. For sure. That's how right. my wife says. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I see a couple other iterations sitting here on the table. We've got a bourbon that looks yep. like a single barrel, and then we've got a rye. And then what's this this, this gray label? I thought you would kind of exclusively put those, or the brown label, I guess, would be the best way of putting it. tan brown. Is that one of the maples, or is it, it says so, sour mash? Yeah, so this is actually what we're doing with all of our uh, finishes. Okay. So we're not doing finishes with bourbon. Bourbon doesn't need to be finished when it hits seven to eight. Gotcha. Two reasons you finish bourbon. <laughs> Either too young or too bad. Gotcha. Now with whiskey, because it was aged in used barrel, uh, it can be elevated by second maturation. Gotcha. So what I did is I took bourbon distillate aged in used barrel. So it's very mellow whiskey. It can take on second maturation and it really... First, it takes on that second maturation nicely. So if you're extracting flavor, the whiskey is so mellow, it can actually extract those flavors out. If you have 36 or even 21% rye bourbon hidden seven to seven and a half a year, and you put it in a second maturation barrel that's delicate finish, you know, whether it's wine or brandy, it's hard to, to gain those flavors. So this one's finished in a Madeira casket. Madeira casket, that's correct. I'm, I'm I was hoping. Uh, I was oh, why you go back that way? Come oh. out over here. All right, we'll go back this way. Hold on now. Hold on, man. That cork's not on there tight. I know. I, I thought for sure bottle. that shit was going to come off. I grabbed the bottle, not the cork, bro. I'm I'm a professional. I did, you are a professional drinker, that's for sure. <laughs> I was just worried because I was not a professional passer in that situation. So it's rude. Karud, <laughs> karud. So. Karud. Karud, not rude. Karud, <laughs> not rude. That's right. However you slice it, I didn't like your face you made when you handed it to me. Like I was, I, I, was I was worried. Matt was super worried because I, I did not put it. All, I did not put the cork all the way in. That's Matt's normal but face. But last night you liked the face that he gave you. <laughs> oh, Matt's wow. normal face is worried. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's wife's normal that, face is worried. That's the face he makes every time you ask about buying more barrels. 
Absolutely. This is a worried face. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, dude, this this has got a strong Madeira. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna miss the Madeira on that one. No, for sure. That's a lot. Yeah. So that one we probably. Ooh. And this Ooh. is eight year light whiskey. No, no, no. So there's no light whiskey in. I mean, my bad. Bourbon mash bill, but how dare you, son? My bad, dog. Don't it's, come in here talking about was, light uh, whiskey. Bourbon mash bill that was in a it was in actually dis- barrel. distilled as bourbon. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, came out of the still 135 Asian, a used barrel 120. Right, that's what I said, right? What did I say? No. Something like that. Okay. Well, you said light whiskey, but <laughs> I, I a did, lot of people don't know myself. that difference. No, yeah. there is. Yeah, right, yeah. The Because it could be distilled as bourbon and then right. put in used and still be considered right. light whiskey. Right, yeah. Technically. But well, the, the definition of light whiskey, American whiskey. you actually uh, distill the higher proof. Okay. So li- gotcha. the definition of light whiskey is typically... The history behind light whiskey was in the 80s and 90s when they couldn't sell whiskey in the U.S. They developed this light whiskey style to compete with the vodka. Just for Scott. To appeal to the vodka <laughs> drinkers. So you distill the higher proof, you strip the flavor out of the grain, and you store it in a barrel of higher proof so you're a lot more profitable. So that way you can actually compete against cheap drinks. or cheap And it tastes sweet like, sweet like candy. Yeah. It's very light. It, hint the name. It's light because it doesn't have those flavors. So gotcha. Asian used barrel, you, you distill it a higher proof, so you strip the flavors out. So Gotcha. Fair enough. My, my, my bad. This yeah. is great. Keep telling Scott how he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Technically, just, he wasn't wrong. He was just... Uh, well, technically, I was wrong because he's right. Light, light, and, and a lot of times, light whiskey is not... Scott, come one. on. I'm trying this to help is, you. Here. No, I appreciate it. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate the help, but... Listen, that that's part of the show, right? You, you're learning something new. So if it's a bourbon mash bill, but it's been oh, people are listening to this show to learn. I mean, absolutely. Oh, shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 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 if you take a, a bourbon mash bill and you put it in a, a used barrel, like obviously it instantly becomes whiskey because it's not new. Ooh. That is the reason the Glencairn is perfect because if you got a, got about a half an ounce to an ounce in there, it should never spill. So, but uh, so. Yeah, this is absolutely unique, man. I, it's funny because I'm not usually a Madeira fan, but this is actually pretty good. I, 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 I'm really, man. There's some deep, complex fruits in there. So There's a lot of deep fruits. Deep fruits. Deep you fruits. Uh, very deep. Very deep. Deep. That's what your wife likes, Neep. <laughs> if she likes it, she ain't getting it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you have to put R rating on this podcast. <laughs> It's always got an already. <laughs> um, so, what's your favorite style? Like, That's I mean, w- w- when you sit back and you look, I mean, are, are you a rye guy? Are you definitely a thirty-six percent guy? Are you a twenty-one? Because I mean, y- you definitely carry some distinct mash bills that that are kind of yeah, you know. Yeah. So honestly, bourbon. When it comes to bourbon, rye is grain of flavor. So the higher the rye, the better for me, right? But there is other mash bills that are they're they're being fun. Uh, I don't want to limit myself to one mash bill or one distiller uh, as a blender. Right. So as long as I have something good to play with, that's going to develop really good profile. You have to have a favorite kid, though. I mean, not 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 not. Kid. But you can't tell. Really? <laughs> you, in, deep inside, you know you have a favorite kid. I have three, but I can't tell anybody. You can't. You can't tell yeah, Sydney that, that Joe's your favorite. My yeah. favorite kid's the one that shuts up yeah. the most. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're, we're sitting very close to the talking. barrels, and they can hear us. They can hear you. They can hear us. As somebody who's picked a lot of MGP whiskey and picked a lot of low rye and high rye, I could tell you from my perspective, high rye, the barrels tend to be a little more mature at an older age or younger age. 
But you can find a lot of low-rise stuff that's really good. You just have to be more selective. I'll tell you what. So some of, some of my favorite odd barrels that I've seen that, I mean, is released either in single barrel or people have come and done the pick-your-own are some of the high malt stuff. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So I bought some uh, very unique mash bill from MGP. It was distilled in 2013. This is a bourbon that has no rye, no wheat. Typically, you say that, people are like, what? Well, yeah, it doesn't have any rye or any wheat. So it's 51% corn, 49 barley. I bought these barrels six, seven years ago. And my thought process when I bought them, uh, is they going to be great blend in Asian? Because all the barrels I got from MGP, they're very low malted barley. I do love my barley. Uh, and I think it adds a lot to the flavor when it comes to bourbon. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel, you know, citrus brings a lot of different notes, different flavors that you typically don't get from your rye or wheat or corn. So my, my thought process six, seven years ago was like, well, I'll buy these barrels once they hit certain age, they're going to be great. Blend and age, and you do them with a 36 or 21% rye. And they're going to put something completely different in the market. Well, when they turned eight and I started drinking them, pulled them to my warehouse. I got my bonded license and pulled these barrels. I'm like, these don't need to be blended. They're just unique on its own. You, you don't need to blend it. And I did small blends. And honestly, it, it tasted and uh, drank a lot, lot better on its own. Gotcha. So now the these barrels are, we don't have many of them, but uh, Kenny, he was here earlier. Uh, he's picking a second barrel. He's coming back in April when this barrel turns 11, and we're going to bottle it for him. There you go. There you go. That Madeira finish is one of the best Madeira finishes I've had. It is. It's really good. Thank you. It's solid. Yep. All right, let's pass one more around. We'll talk about that, and then, right. then, then you can tell people how to find Old Louisville, where to find Old Louisville, and all the good stuff. Google. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Google is the best tool. Google's been my best friend because I don't advertise. I don't have money for advertisement. So That's why I'm here. Google. Advertisement. Google's been my uh, greatest. I think it needs more than you. I always ask people. <laughs> Google does get more action than me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pass well, a single uh, leave that alone. Uh, Single barrel. Uh, <laughs> Chad's going to love this. This is 21% rye. Okay. 21% rye. Chad's going to yeah. love that. That's huh? what this one is. So this is a but single barrel, huh? What do you have in your hand there is actually our prototype go. glass that's going to have embossed... Uh, logo and company name on uh, on the glass hopefully you get glass, those right? <laughs> are you having a hard time pouring there Trey? yeah i was that's a new glass right <laughs> definitely was yeah it's a prototype but we're getting the production uh, going this month i i do like the the o and the l on, so the, on the barrel what batch yeah. is this we can't afford it no marketing but we'll make this bottle look good <laughs> as hell that's right we have no <laughs> money for marketing but i just spent thirty thousand dollars on glass oh, word of mouth <laughs> matt Oh, I, I, you I got should your, know about word of mouth. I got your word mouth. in your mouth, for <laughs> hey, sure. Come on, Scott. Dang, it's right. a family podcast. Yeah, it was. It was, it was till Matt got on here. He's, you know, we we get more more negative feedback when Matt's on. So this on is mic. one of the barrels that went into batch three. So you're gonna get the uh, deconstructed uh, bomb here. It's a lot batch, of oak we, we'll call that. we'll call batch three as the bomb with six components. Right. And this is one of the components. Gotcha. One of the single barrels that went into batch three. So you took part of the barrel out to make batch three? Or no, is no, that, I just, or just bottled, a sister barrel? No, I just bottled a couple. Oh, we just bottled a couple? Yeah, gotcha. Just sample okay. people out. And this is eight years old? Seven and, seven and a half. half. Come on, okay. Scott. Act like you've been here before. Listen, I couldn't remember. I knew he said some of them were seven, some were seven two, Jeez. some were seven eight. It's stuff. very confusing. I, I mean, 
Typically, when I meet Scott after 2 p.m., it's hard to get his. <laughs> well, fair. He's already 15 in. Fair. That's right, man. You know, hey, if you don't start drinking in the morning, you can't you can't drink all day, right? That's right. If anybody man. could please not tell my wife that I've been drinking. Since, I won't. Uh, she won't believe us. I, won't. I was about to say, she, she knows you us. left. She knows you're drinking. That's a good point. Man, I'll tell you don't what. Don't drive home when you've been drinking. I really uh, like the nose on this. You it's, got pick a, me up? it's got a lot of sweetness to it. Trey, what do you think, man? I'm such an old Louisville Rye fan. Such so an I'm old just, I'm wanting he's to waiting, he's waiting. And get to that old Louisville Rye. Yeah. 21, 21 I love the has a lot of sweetness to it. It does. I mean, it's got, it's got a really sweet, delicate nose. That's what this Jepson's is, is a 21. I'm surprised you, you aren't more on the 21 side. Well, I have been until recently because now, just now, the older uh, high rise have become more available. Before it was all low rye, and now the high rye <clears throat> has become more available, so it's gotten a little bit. It's easier to pick barrels because they'll send you barrels, and you could get five barrels of high rye that are probably one of them's going to be really good. But if you get five barrels of low rye, maybe one of them might not be great. Right. But there's going to be out of ten going to be a great one. It just it's it's a numbers game at that point. Right. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying for sure on that situation. Especially when it comes to age. Yeah, 100%. Once you get older, the low ride and high ride doesn't make a difference. Smooth Ambler had both at the same age, and they were selling them both. Right. So what did you think about this one? Like, what what did you like about this barrel in, in particular that made you throw it into that, yeah. that blend? And So the five barrels are the same lot. Uh, very consistent profile. They, it looks like they were sitting in the same spot uh, at MGP Warehouse when we pulled them because they... On the outside, they looked, the bands or the hoops are rusted. They look about the same. Um, so what I liked about them is they are... It's super low proof. I mean, it, well, it drinks super low proof. What is it, like 110? 116. Points. It's really 116? No way. Shut so the what I away. liked about them is there is no youthness to this at all. You get the caramel, you get deep molasses, you get... You know, nice kick of the rye, spice, stone fruit is there. Yep. So a lot of a lot of times the twenty one percent have a lot more stone fruit than the thirty six because yep. it doesn't have as much rye. Right. So the stone fruit is I mean they're they're very nice flavors to have in bourbon. You, yep. You're talking about peach, plum, apricot. You know, apricot. Yep. These are beautiful notes to have in your whiskey. Listen to so that. Seven we can, and a half. We can tell him means not from the Midwest, man. Persimmon. He said apricot. apricot. He did not say apricot. Persimmon. <laughs> hey, I didn't say apricot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> did you say at your cock? Is that what you said? <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> Once we get x-rayed, I'm out. <laughs> so that's what I liked about them. Yeah. Um, they're nice developed. They don't need really much time in a barrel because they're going to start developing more oak notes. So I think that they hit a nice sweet spot. And then I added that 36 double oak just to to have that kick of the rye because I always love my rye. Right. And I think uh, it tuned down that sweetness and helped with more flavors, like more depth. Gotcha. So. Oh, cool. All right. That's a damn good barrel. It is a good barrel. At 21, yes, for sure. All right. So we, we're start, the crowd's starting to build out, out outside. So I'm going to let you get off here. So... If people want to find Old Louisville, what's the best way to do it? If they want to set up a schedule an appointment to come in and taste through some barrels, do some fun things like that, how, how do they get in touch with you, I mean? So uh, if you want to do the tour and tasting, just go to our website and book your tour. Okay. Uh, pick a day and time. What's the website? Uh, OldLouisvilleWhiskey.com. OldLouisvilleWhiskey.com. Facebook Chad Huffman, and I'll send you to the right people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Facebook Bourbon Barrel Talk. We'll definitely get to there for sure. But uh, as far as retail, no, where big. to find us, 
where if you're in Kentucky, it's available in a lot of stores, almost 500 accounts in Kentucky, independent stores, chain. Kroger has as liquor bar and Total Wine, a lot of good independent stores carry our brand. And we slowly get into other states as well. So we're in North Carolina, we're in Iowa, we're in Louisiana, um, we're in Alaska. That's about it. Five states. Five states. So if you can't find any <laughs> old Louisville in those five states, you can go to Australia. We're in Australia. Well. Really? Yeah. So it's funny. We, it's we, random. We, we, we have a group of listeners in Australia, which I always laugh about. I wish I could like dive in and figure out like if they're in like Brisbane or if they're in Sydney or where they're at. But yeah, I yeah. just know they're on the the. I guess I would guess the East Coast is where most of the listeners are. So that's the five dollars you paid on Facebook for to to Scott advertise no, 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 no. in Australia. No, no. So <laughs> through, through through our that's mine. Through I got our, New Zealand through, listeners. <laughs> well, so we we do too. But yeah, so through through oh. the thing you can see <laughs> through, through the podcast. Uh, we use Podbean. They have the analytics will show you who are, who's listening and what what countries, what states, all that type of stuff. The number of downloads and listens and stuff from each one. So it's kind of funny. So I have a question. All right, um, for me or for Scott? For you. Okay. <laughs> I know everything know about Scott. Unfortunately, <laughs> more than I need to know. Uh, what was the first whiskey you ever had? I like to ask that on my podcast. I oh, think that's it's a good question. Fun. Yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't bourbon. So I grew up in North uh, North Africa. My first experience with whiskey was uh, Red Label Johnny Walker. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh, I puked my Scotchman, my gut out <laughs> the next two days. Yep. Uh, I never touched whiskey until this is. I was 15 years old. See, That's, I was like seven. Yeah. <laughs> when I had yeah, Wild Turkey 101. I, I didn't touch bourbon or whiskey brown liquor until I moved to Kentucky in 2003. So it took me a good six years before I go back to the whiskey. What's really? The, what's the best thing you ever had besides your own stuff? Uh, it. Oh, tougher question. A, yeah, that's <laughs> that's really tough. Uh, it's tough because I've been in retail. I owned a bar, and not to brag. No, I mean, it just exposed <laughs> me to a lot of a uh, lot of stuff, right? And then being in Louisville, Kentucky, I mean. I think I'm in probably at least, I don't know, a dozen bourbon groups and any given month will one group have a meeting or two and you go and it's like bottle share just like you see behind us now. It's like people sharing whatever well, the best they have. Well, the best of you might not be the best of somebody else. It's just whatever yeah, tastes yeah, the yeah. best yeah. to you. I can yeah. tell you there will be three or four top. They're definitely top. Okay, um, give it to us. Uh, four Roses definitely have done some crazy releases the last couple of years one of them is the 16 year and the 20 year yeah those are definitely my top uh in king of kentucky Mm -hmm. what's your 2019 2023 honestly i won't discriminate okay i I love king yeah they're they're phenomenal bourbon yep so you got two there uh let's see mine is mythical smooth ambler and i will discriminate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I fully admit that I discriminate. You're, you're being a, a little bit basis. of a homer there, right? <laughs> of course, of all times. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I really, I really love to mean sixteen year like that. That that American light whiskey, that thing was delicious. 
It's 17 now. It's 17 now? It's still go. You got another go one taste. in the barrel? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go taste well, let's shut this off. And go. All right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, thanks well, for listening, guys. Talk. We thanks appreciate for listening. <laughs> We're going to go check out this barrel. <laughs> we'll so, be right back. Uh, all, all kidding aside, we, we, we do appreciate the time you, you gave us today. Uh, we're, we're sorry we caught you on another busy day. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. This is this is a good problem to have, to have people here. Absolutely, 100%. Love having people. It's hard to drink by yourself, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, my it's wife not. won't let me anymore. <laughs> she, she gets mad at me when I drink by myself, so I, I definitely understand that. So if you want to find Old Louisville, you can find them at oldlouisvillewhiskeycompany.com or is it oldlouisvillewhiskeycompany.com? Oldlouisvillewhiskeycompany.com. Gotcha. Uh, if you're in Kentucky, hit any retailer. Basically, you should find it. Right. Uh, and then out of state, we're hoping to uh, partner with third party and have it available to more states. Gotcha. That's on like the work box or something. What you're working on? Or? Um, I, it, I'm not saying them specifically. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. a company like that. Honestly, I reach out to them. They uh, they never responded. Bastards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I should say. But don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> it came on, from you. <laughs> don't get me started on that subject. Absolutely. So, but uh, I'll punch Kenny in the face. No, right now. there is a lot of uh, third party <laughs> retailers online now. So we're we'll see. Gotcha. Yeah, hopefully, we'll have it available to more states. So, if you want to find Old Louisville, they are also located on Poplar Level. What's the address there? Yeah, 4427 Poplar Level. Okay. Right, uh, if you're in Louisville, we're right off 264 on Poplar Level. And if they want to send you a question or something like that, what's an email address they can reach you at? Uh, just Instagram, I think. Social media <laughs> okay. would be a lot easier. Okay. But yeah. if you want to use so an email message. as a formal communication, just oldlouisvillewhiskey at gmail.com. There we go. So, that, that that's our episode <laughs> of Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook, the Instagram, or the X. Make sure you hit the subscribe subscribe button that way you get those episodes as soon as they drop on Sunday morning hey at least I didn't say hot mail that's right hot mail <laughs> what kills me is when people say AOL I'm like wow really dude you're still going <laughs> so anyway but this is Scott Trey Amin Chad and DJ Jazzy talked. Jazz now signing off Trey what? we haven't listened to Trey at all Trey, Trey said one question he interjected uh, he did the best he could you literally good, yeah if you see an old Louisville green label buy it the rise are phenomenal. They're my favorite. I put them up there at the top of my list with the other rise. All right. Thank I, you. Thank I you. guess that's my episode of Bourbon Bros. <laughs> Peace out.